Welcome to the Illinois Association of Park Districts Parkcast. I'm Wayne Utterback, Director of Communications and Digital Content, and I'm pleased today to be joined by one of the recipients of the Outstanding Volunteer of the Year Award, Jay Womack. Jay, thanks so much for being with me today. Thank you, Wayne. I appreciate the chance to be here. Now, can you kind of just run me through, speaking of that award, uh, so you were nominated by two agencies, the Geneva Park District and the Forest Preserves of Kane County. Is that correct? That is correct. Can you kind of tell me a little bit about the work that you do with both of those agencies? Yep. So uh, the Kane County Forest Preserve District, I am a site steward for Fabian Preserve, which is a 200-acre oak woodland that we are removing invasive species from. It's one of the most visited uh, park just, or it's one of the most visited park sites within the Kane County Forest Preserve District. Uh, I'm also then a board member, or I'm a member of the Geneva Park District Foundation, which is a branch of the Geneva Park District Board, and we do a fundraiser called Autumn Fair. We raise money for projects that the Geneva Park District themselves may not undertake 100%, um, like planting more trees in the parks, uh, building playground equipment at certain localities. We fixed up some ball fields in a park to, that needed some, some pretty serious restoration. So a lot of the, the work that I do for Geneva Park District Foundation is, again, another fundraising opportunity. Now, what was your motivating factor for getting involved? I love to be involved. I love to be involved with the places where I grew up. I grew up in Geneva. I was born here in, in Geneva Hospital. Uh, I've lived in the area my whole life, other than going away to school and but coming back. and And I love I love the the open spaces. I love the people. I love the town. I love the camaraderie, and I just feel really good about giving of my time. I'm fifty some years old. I've reached a point in my life where I feel very comfortable giving back and and giving to children giving to adults, uh, helping to put together programs, and then getting those people involved as well because there's a, there's a, a it's like a feeding frenzy with sharks. <laughs> when, <laughs> when there's blood in the water, people, they just really love to be involved. But they sometimes they just need that little kernel or nugget of, of, uh, of an inspiration to get, them inside, to get them involved and get them excited for wanting to come out and be involved. Now, I know you're, are you an, you're a landscape architect, correct? I'm a landscape architect and an ecologist. So how does that play into your volunteer it, work? It actually plays quite significantly. Um, the ecologist in me is what, rec- is what allows me to recognize unhealthy ecosystems. And that's one of the reasons why I became a site steward for Fabian Preserve. I also grew up in the Batavia Highlands till I was about eight years old, and which abuts the Fabian Preserve. So my father and I spent a lot of time there. Uh, playing, recreating, being part of the forest. So there's a there's a part of my heart that is given to Fabian Preserve that I love that place um, more than most people have a connection to uh, to a place where they grew up. And so it's one of the reasons why I, I really love volunteering at that particular forest preserve. Now, I mean, obviously you've got a passion for it. I mean, it's been part of your career. Uh, you know, what would you tell somebody who is like thinking about getting involved or wanting to step into some sort of volunteer role? Uh, what would you tell them to motivate them to push them to, to take that step? I want them. I want them to be motivated by wanting to do something good for themselves and the community in which they reside. So one of the things that I try not to do is push people. I try to give them a reason why they would want to come out and be a volunteer, or they would want to give up their time, or they would want to help protect an endangered ecosystem. And so by giving them the power and the knowledge 
that arms them with what they need to feel good about themselves without saying, you know, we can do better. It's we can do better because, or here's how we can do better. So I'm a huge advocate of knowledge. And when you give someone some knowledge about why it is that they're doing something that's important to them, to their community, for their family, it empowers them to want to come back time after time after time. And that's what I see, especially as a volunteer for the Fabian Forest Preserve work days that I, that I lead. Now, I know one of the challenges a lot of people face, a lot of volunteers face, is getting younger people involved, getting them motivated, getting them to take part in it. Uh, is that something that you've encountered? Is that something that you've experienced? I have. I have. I have a lot of high school students come out, and a lot of them come out for, um, they need it for extra credit for their science curriculums or they're part of a club or something. But once you get them hooked and they actually come up to you and say, you know what, I had, I had fun, Mr. Womack. I'm like, that's, that's the hook. When they have fun and they're out in the woods for three hours and they're exercising and they're with their friends and they're learning about the environment, they're learning about health and safety, they're learning about why it's important to restore an oak woodland, again, knowledge is power. It empowers them to feel good about what they're doing and they come back every other week and and give up their time and enjoy it. They're laughing, they're outside, they're getting fresh air and they're with their friends. And so that's one of the reasons why having young people come out, earlier the better, once you hook a child on, on nature, they're hooked forever. And that's one of my jobs is to hook people on nature. <laughs> I was going to say the ripple effect then. The so, ripple effect. so you give that knowledge to them and then they pass it on to their children and so on and exactly, so forth. Exactly. Exactly. I've great example of that is um, cutting buckthorn and honeysuckle at Fabian Preserve. I tell people why it's important to do this and why we're removing these invasive plants. And then the next time they come back, they'll say to me, wow, Jay, it's everywhere. And I'll, I'll, I'll go along with it and I'll say, what's everywhere? And they're like, buckthorn and honeysuckle. Now that I know what it looks like, it's everywhere. And I said, that's why we're removing it. That's why it's important to spread that message. And now I've got two other people who are moving off onto their own sites. And because they're empowered, they feel comfortable. And now they're starting to lead their own work days. So we're multiplying the restoration efforts in the city of Geneva and outside the city of Geneva to other, to other locations. Now, how important is it to educate people about the outdoors? I mean, obviously, there's lots of news about what's going on in California with all the fires that are happening. Uh, I mean, just nature in general, the environment in general, it's always a hot topic. It is. How important is it to get people some hands-on experience out there? It's very important. It's very important because people recognize that they are a small piece of a big puzzle. But a small piece is what puzzles are made out of. And when those small pieces come together and they can see the big picture, and I have 10, 15, 20, 150 people come out for my work days, we make some serious effort, some serious headway on the restoration at Fabian Preserve in particular. And then they're empowered to, to start to look at their own yards. I've had people come and say, Jay, I didn't even realize that was buckthorn growing on, on the, the back edge of my yard. I cut it down. I took it out. Like, That's fantastic. <laughs> That's the power of knowledge, when people recognize that there's something bad in their environment, that they can they can do something about that. Now, obviously, you've done lots of volunteer work. How important do you think volunteerism is, and, and what does it do for you personally? For me personally, it's like it's for people who go to church. It fills them with happiness and love in their heart. For me, my church is, is the woods. It's the environment. It's being with people and teaching them about why it's important to be outside, why it's important to give their children um, tools like a saw or loppers and teach them how to use it properly so that a 10-year-old child now feels comfortable doing something in the woods that's kind of dangerous. You know, there's 
there's the um, the, the perceived danger, and then there's real danger. You know, and, and what we're going to do is we want to teach people about real danger, and then have them not be fearful of perceived danger. So we teach them how to use the tools properly. We teach them how to conduct themselves in a group with tools, and and again, then it empowers them to feel good about something that is a challenge that maybe they didn't think they could they could tackle. Now. What do you personally believe that, you know, park districts and forest preserves and all these other agencies, what do you believe they, they offer to the community? They offer an immense, uh, they, they, they offer an immense opportunity to be outside. They're the keeper of our public lands. And when you're the keeper of public lands, you have a great responsibility to treat those lands with respect, to give people the opportunity to come out and bike ride, play soccer, play baseball, uh, walk, hike, bring their dogs, bring their children. And so the King County Forest Preserve and the Geneva Park District and all the other uh, open lands groups around us, they have a great responsibility to, to not only protect those open spaces, but to enhance those open spaces. That's becoming a big buzzword is enhancement, restoration, uh, and to then look at other places that they could either purchase or um, somehow bring into their, into their coffers so that they're available for other people to be able to enjoy. It's a, it's a huge part of, of of the ownership and the responsibility of these of these public places. Now, you mentioned being a steward. Is, is there any other project that you're very passionate about? Or is, what is your main passion project, I guess would be a better way to put it? That's a great question. Uh, my main passion project is probably Fabian Preserve. But my second passion project would be a fundraiser called Wine, Cheese, and Trees, in which we have almost 250 people come out. We raise almost $30,000. And almost every single penny of that money goes back into replanting trees within the city of Geneva. And we've lost almost 5,000 trees to emerald ash borer just wow. in Geneva. Wow. And that's actually a small number compared to a lot of the other communities. Because back in the 1970s, ash trees uh, were seen as great street trees because their environment, which their natural environment, mimics a parkway, harsh landscape, um, wet one day, dry the next, compacted soils. So those were really great opportunities for street trees. Unfortunately, a bio, um, the biodiversity was lost when we started planting that many of a single species. So we're losing them. So as part of the, the pledge from the Natural Resources Committee, which I'm the chair for, was to work with the city of Geneva to raise money to replant the trees. Well, we realized if we're gonna replace almost 5,000 trees, we needed a pretty serious fundraiser. So when we first started Wine, Cheese, and Trees nine years ago, we thought, who would show up to a fundraiser <laughs> called Wine, Cheese, and Trees? They do show up. And each year we get a little bit stronger, a little bit better. We have more people. We raise more money. We planted 200 trees this year um, between the Geneva Park District and the Natural Resources Committee. So now we're teamed with the Geneva Park District Foundation to do the fundraiser. And the power, again, of, of both of those groups coming together, we were able to plant 200 trees this year alone. Now, what would you tell what would you tell an agency that is thinking about you know doing some tree planting or doing work like that? Where, where would you recommend they get started? Because I know you have to do it a specific way. Yep, you need to be very careful about it. But how would you tell them to get started? So I would work with their city agency. So we work with the mayor of Geneva a lot. We work with Stephanie Dawkins, the city administrator. Uh, we've spent a lot of time with her. We've spent time with Public Works to understand where they need trees where they don't need trees, what the diversity is that they need of the trees. And then with the money that we raise, we hire a landscape contractor or a nursery to plant the trees on our behalf. So in past years, our money hasn't gone as far as we want because it, 
it's trees are not cheap and especially when you put a three-year warranty on them um but we're slowly replacing those trees and now when i walk down third street the business district and i start to recognize there's 50 trees that we've planted in the last five or six years along the street alone and they're growing they're happy they're starting to provide the shade they're they're reducing the urban heat island they're creating shade for people that enjoy walking on the streets I know that that we're doing the right thing um, because you can't plant a tree today and expect it to be what it was or what it's being what it's replacing uh, within one or two years. It, it takes decades. Now, last but certainly not least, so you you received the award for Outstanding Volunteer of the Year. How does it feel being recognized by those agencies for your work? It feels wonderful. It feels wonderful. Um, I, I've thought about this a lot. I. I don't volunteer to be recognized. I volunteer because it's something that I enjoy doing. And I enjoy the laughter and the camaraderie and the people's faces when they're outside. I love seeing the children when they're buying their tickets with their parents for Autumn Fair. Uh, a, great, a great story uh, one year, a number of years ago, for Fabian Preserve was I had a high school girl come up to me and she said, you know what, I don't like the environment. I want to look at it from my window. I don't like being out here, but I need the extra credit. Like, okay. So I made her my special project. And I went and I kind of watched her. I showed her how to use the saw. I kind of joked around with her a little bit. And after three hours, she came up to me and she said, Mr. Womack, I really love being out here. And she hugged me. And I knew I changed that girl's life forever because she really enjoyed being outside. And that to me is what being a volunteer is all about. You're a teacher. You're a steward. You're, you're an inspiration to other people. And it doesn't matter what age you are. If you're an inspiration to somebody, you've done a great thing for that person. And that's what I love about my job. That's why I love being a landscape architect. That's why I love being an ecologist, because I'm an inspiration. People may never know Jay Womack was here, but if they enjoy that place and they enjoy that space and they're outside enjoying nature, then I've done my job. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Well, thank you very much, Jay, for your time. I appreciate it. It's been fantastic talking to you. And congratulations again on your award. I appreciate it, Wayne. I'm truly blessed.